reading from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1, a story many of you would have heard. Traditionally, this will be spoken uh, until Jesus comes back. And I want to read it from the Message Bible. It says this, The birth of Jesus took place like this. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. Before they came to the marriage bed, Joseph discovered she was pregnant. It was by the Holy Spirit, but he didn't know that. Joseph was infuriated, but chose to be honourable. He determined to take care of things quietly so Mary would not be disgraced. While he was trying to figure a way out. While he was trying to figure a way out. He had a dream. God's angel spoke in a dream. Joseph, son of David, don't hesitate to get married. Mary's pregnancy is the work of the Holy Spirit. She will bring a son to birth. And when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus. God saves. Because he who saves, because he will save his people from their sins. This is what the prophet declared. Watch for this. A virgin will get pregnant and bear a son. They will name him Emmanuel, Hebrew, for God is with us. Then Joseph woke up. He did exactly what God's angel commanded in the dream. He married Mary, but he did not consummate the marriage until she, until she had the baby. He named the baby Jesus. How sweet is that story? How profound is that story? And yet how real is that story? I believe when you read the Word of God, you will find that it has so much perspective for every single one of us. We're a people today addicted to solutions, addicted to answers, addicted to progress, addicted to instant gratification. We're never quiet. We're always on the move. Never really fully satisfied. One pleasure accomplished, the next pleasure just gets greater and bigger and more expensive. And yet God has put something that is timeless in front of us, holistic in front of us. And if I could pull anything out of this message today for you and I, it would be this simple understanding that Joseph chose to overcome. Joseph chose to overcome. The title of today's message is, I have overcome, so can you. I have overcome, so can you. See, if you look at this story, Joseph had to overcome complications. It's pretty complicated when your fiance is pregnant and you had nothing to do with it. It's called complicated. You came to Berlin and it got complicated. You started a new job and it got complicated. I took a new apartment and it got complicated. We had a new baby and it suddenly got complicated. You can sleep later. I got a pay rise and it got I said the right thing at the wrong time and it got I don't know what complication comes into your life, but this is complication absolutely to the core. Joseph is engaged to be married and it gets incredibly complicated. And Joseph chose to overcome 
complication. My encouragement to you is that Christmas is a great reminder that complicated things can be overcome. Whatever complication you got right now, I want to announce to you, with Christ's help, with God's strength, you can overcome. Can anybody say amen? He was infuriated. Anyone this year has had a chance to be infuriated? How come I'm the only guy that didn't know? How dare you unfollow me? He had to overcome anger. Anyone had to overcome any anger this year? Angry at God because it didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen? Angry at your friend because they let you down and they spoke about you behind your back? Let's not turn Christmas into something that has no impact in our lives. Let's keep Christmas front and centre and let's pull out the real truth Joseph learned and chose to overcome. And I believe in the 21st century, if he learned to overcome, so can you, so can I. What is it that you need to overcome? Maybe anger is real. Because anger is something that is tangible. It's felt, it's expressed and it can come and it can go, but it can get us into a lot of trouble. But he overcome his anger. He chose to do the right thing by Mary. So many analogies we could pull from this, but he overcome worry. Anyone had to overcome worry this year? Anybody who's feeling sense of worry right now? But I have to do something with that worry. I have to turn it around. I have to learn to overcome. And where does my faith end up? With Him. Any worry going on in the room right now? Don't put your hand up. Where am I going to get this job? Where's this money going to come from? When's he going to... I don't know, but maybe there are worries on the inside and you're covering it up. But I tell you now, one thing I know about this story is it said this, that Joseph had to find a way to overcome his worry. Worried about what other people think. He had to overcome personal fears. This is a very religious community. It's not cool for your fiance to be pregnant. The law back then, religious laws were very complicated, a lot more complicated than they are today. And so there's a lot of things that are working against them, but he overcome personal fears. What's your personal fears? What have you overcome this year when it comes to personal fears? I was so scared to go for that job, but thank you for the friends. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the house I'm a part of. Thank you for my one thing that I wrote down. I'm telling you, I went for that job. I had personal fears, but I've come through on the other side. Listen, if you haven't, you can. If you have, well done. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. But you can overcome personal fears. And he over, had to overcome indecisiveness. When Joseph woke up, he did exactly what God's angel commanded him. 
Maybe God has spoken to you, but you've just failed to execute it. Maybe God has spoken into you, into your life, but you've just not taken it seriously. Maybe you have written your one thing down, but you've forgotten to read it again. Read it, read it, read it, because He's not leaving you absent. He's not leaving you abandoned. You're not an orphan. You're not a slave. You're a child of God and your Father loves you and He is speaking to you. Yes, we need to grow our capacity spiritually. Maybe you're physically well, but are you spiritually well? Maybe you're feeding yourself daily, but are you feeding your spirit daily? You see, what we've got to face up to the fact is God's people have got everything to overcome. And in a world that is desperately struggling, God has put us on earth to give them an example that we can overcome. My health, I have challenges too, but my faith helps me. I have personal fears too, but my faith helps me. I have difficulties too, but my faith helps me. But if I've got anything to say to our church, and that is we are going into a new year where we are going to experience the power and the beauty of overcoming. What do you declare next year to be? Overcoming. What are you doing next year? Overcoming. Overcoming. I'm going to overcome whatever it is that is in front of me. Matthew chapter 2 says this, after the disciples were gone, after the scholars, the Magi had gone, God's angel showed up again in Joseph's dream and commanded him to get up, take the child and his mother and to seek refuge in Egypt. Get up, take the child and the mother and seek refuge in Egypt. Stay until further notice. Stay until further notice. Stay until further notice. How many times does God speak to us? Get up, get going and stay there until further notice. The challenge for all of you and I is, are we going to be around in the next six months? Are we going to be around in 10 years? Are we going to be around in one year? And that is our challenge today. God's people in Europe needing to understand God's ways. Yeah, it's a tough job for a pastor in this part of the world, but I don't believe it's a tough job. I believe it's a fantastic job. I just believe that there is hungry people wanting to live God's way. I just believe there's more people wanting to overcome, wanting to move forward, wanting to hear the voice of God. The truth is, if you're not listening to Him, who are you listening to? If it's not His voice that gets your attention, whose voice are you paying attention to? And all I'm asking today is that we remind ourselves of the strength of Christmas, the power of Christmas, the revelation of Christmas is not that it makes us feel good. It's that it literally brings hope for the future, a foundation to build our lives on and a presence that will never leave us until we go to be with Him forevermore. Can anybody say amen? So again, the angel turns up and says, get up, take your child and the mother and seek refuge in another place. For some of you, Berlin is another place. It's not your culture, it's not your home, but you've had to make it home. You've had to call it home. Doesn't mean you're here forever, but you are here. But why don't we consider that what God says here to Joseph, stay there until further notice. Stay with me on Matthew chapter two. It says, Herod is on the hunt for the child and wants to kill him. Joseph obeyed. He got up, he took the child and, his, and the mother 
under the cover of darkness and they went out of town and they went on their way uh, before daylight. They lived in Egypt until Herod's death. This Egyptian exile fulfilled what Hosea had preached. I called my son out of Egypt. Maybe for many of you have heard this story many a times, but it's fresh ears, fresh eyes, being encouraged with what it actually really is talking about, the power of overcoming difficult situations. What is it that this family had to overcome? They had to overcome displacement. There's many of people in the world today who have been displaced. They are seeking refuge, but I'm telling you, you and I, are, we are called by God's people, temporary citizens on earth. This is not our home. He is our home forevermore. So we are temporary citizens and our refuge is not in a place or a person on earth. It is in a person that is external, that is unshakable, a kingdom that can never be taken away. We're building our lives on that. So this family had to overcome displacement. They had to overcome adversity. They had to overcome uncertainty. Anybody had to overcome uncertainty this year? Maybe next year is going to be the best year ever. But what happens when uncertainty comes? Oh, the best year scribbled down to worst year ever. Now, God's people don't talk like that. They've learned to change the way they speak. It's not, it's not the best year ever. In spite of the opposition, in spite of the adversity, in spite of the displacement, in spite of this situation, I am overcoming. Yeah. Uncertainty is not going to stop me. Adversity is not going to stop me. Displacement is not going to stop me. Overcoming hostility. Anybody had to overcome hostility? When you start to live for Christ and you work in a business in this city and people know about your faith and your commitment to the Lord Jesus, there is a possibility you're going to experience hostility. Now don't tell me it's persecution because persecution is subjective. You live in certain parts of the world and there's a different level of persecution. But here it does happen. And so we have to understand that this is about Christmas reminding us, are you going to overcome the adversity, the hostility? Jesus was a young child and he's relying for the protection of his parents. And they were down as exiles in Egypt, but there was hostility. There was a king that wanted to kill him, wanted to take him out. Maybe you're not literally been finding yourself where someone wants to kill you, but maybe someone's trying to take you out from the job. I don't know, but there's truth that if you're going to follow Christ, it's going to be a challenge. And there's difficulties. And I believe that we can be reminded through this Christmas story that we can overcome the greatest of difficulties. Can anybody say amen? amen. You can overcome because Jesus has. John chapter 16. I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace, in this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. But take heart. Take heart. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. This is Jesus saying, take heart. I have overcome the world. Today, there's a lot of pressure that people place on themselves. And today we're seeing Humanity, the largest populated population number ever, ever 
recorded in the history of the human story. And we have an absolute fascination with making earth heaven. What does it mean to want to make earth heaven? No more pain, no more suffering, no more difficulties. And people believe they can achieve that through politics. Believe they can achieve it through innovation. Believe they can achieve it through education. And all of these things, by the way, do play a valuable role. But we're working against the wisdom of God because God doesn't say earth will become heaven. God says, my children can petition me to bring heaven into earth, to bring light into the darkness, to bring the unshakable kingdom into the very ever-shaking kingdom. That's what Christmas is about. It's bigger, it's bolder, it's stronger, it's more hopeful than you could ever imagine. It's not a fairy tale, it's an eternal promise. And I pray that you will not live your life distracted, but you will live a life that is dedicated and focused. Jesus is more than enough. He is our everything. And so Jesus reminds us, be of good heart, be of good courage. I have overcome the world. The reason you and I can overcome today, tomorrow, the future, is because Jesus has overcome. I have overcome, so can you. We can overcome because Jesus is greater. 1 John chapter 4, you dear children are from God and have overcome those who do not honour God because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. The one who is greater is in you than the one that is in the world. Be encouraged with the Word of God. You're an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. If you're going to get a t-shirt in the new year, get that t-shirt. I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. Beat H&M, beat Zara, beat any other t-shirt company out there in the world. Be the first in 2020 to get the t-shirt. I'm an overcomer. We can overcome because our faith is in Christ. 1 John chapter 5, every child of God can defeat the world. Every child of God can defeat the world. The world, talking about the world system, the world's culture, the world's habits, the world's way of thinking. Is the world uncertain? Is the world shaking? Is the world worried? Is the world anxious? Is the world fighting? Is the world hateful? Is the world, world, world? God is saying to all of us, I've overcome all of that. And because you're in me, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Every child of God can defeat the world. And our persistent ongoing faith in Jesus is what gives us the victory. Our persistent ongoing faith in Jesus is what gives us the victory. Our persistent ongoing faith in Jesus is what gives us the victory. No one can defeat the world without having faith in Jesus as the Son of God. No one can defeat the world. Which means, as hard as you try, as the billions and the trillions come, 
you will never turn earth into heaven. You can have your burning man and burn whatever you want. I'm serious. You have to understand the focus right now and the broad picture at the same time. Humanity is on a collision course. And as the church, we're supposed to be a bright, shining light. An overcoming church is a bright, shining light. We can overcome by doing good. Romans chapter 12, verse 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with doing good. Overcome life brings light into the world. An overcoming life brings light into the world. An overcoming life brings light into the world. John chapter 1 verse 5. His overcoming life is the light that shines through the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. His overcoming life. Jesus' birth was a miracle. The cross was a miracle and His death is a miracle and His resurrection is a miracle because it proved that He, God Himself, can overcome the greatest enemy humanity has ever had and has never overcome is death itself. And Jesus has overcome the greatest enemy to humanity. No scientist, no doctor, no intellectual, no Harvard graduate, no humble, whatever you want to call your university, whatever it is, no professor, no intellect, no billionaire, trillionaire, quadrillionaire, or any entrepreneur or philanthropist can actually say they have defeated death. You can freeze your cells and wait for a scientist in 200 years to get lucky. But I'm telling you now, Pharaoh couldn't do it. Moses had to go. So many people through the story of time. But God is the one that promises that no one can overcome the world but Jesus Christ. That's what Christmas is about. That's what our story is about. That's what Easter is about. That's what the whole picture is about. And I pray as a church that we bring back the tension to what the message really is. You can overcome because of Jesus. We are called to live an overcoming life. That light can never be extinguished. And I'm telling you, we need that light to shine brighter than ever in Jesus' names.